The following is a sponsored program paid for by First Alliance Credit Union. Welcome to Good Money Moves featuring Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union and Andy Brownell. Here's Andy Brownell on Rochester's News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good morning and welcome to Good Money Moves. Another program with myself, Andy Brownell on News Talk 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM and Jenna Tobble. Director of Brand and Digital Member Experience at First Alliance Credit Union. Good morning, Jenna. Morning, Andy. Well, last week we talked about inflation, why everything is so darn expensive right now. You also shared some ideas and tips on how we can kind of combat the effects of inflation on our budget. What are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so this week we are going to kind of rapid fire through some really important financial topics that really everyone should know and understand so that they can really successfully navigate their finances throughout life. Um, You know, and that's really kind of the core of this program, though, isn't it? Right. Helping people navigate the world of personal finance, because it really can be confusing, especially if you're just getting started or you've never really been given any good direction on that, um, which unfortunately does happen quite frequently where most people aren't taught about finances in school or even by their own parents. And we talked actually a lot about that back in episode 126 when we talked about family financial literacy a couple weeks ago. Um But really kind of as a result of that, you know, many people really just feel very lost when it comes to making good money moves. Um, So I guess before we kind of dig into the information that I have put together for today, you know, I just wanted to share and kind of remind everybody that there there is no shame in being a beginner. It doesn't matter how old you are. Um, At some point, everybody's a beginner. So exactly. We all have to start somewhere. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not and it's not your fault if you haven't ever learned these important financial topics before now necessarily. Right. But it is your responsibility to kind of take charge and learn about these topics and how they can affect you um, throughout life. So in today's episode, we're really just going to kind of cover some really key important financial topics that you need to know and have an understanding of. That sounds like a lot of a lot of ground to cover. <laughs> like. <laughs> Let's get started, Jenna. What do we need to know? Yeah. Uh, Well, by no surprise, the first concept that I want to talk about today is budgeting. Um, It's definitely something we've talked about before on this show, but budgeting is really one of the most foundational financial topics involving personal finance that everyone should know and understand. Um, And even just have like a basic understanding of how to do it. Um, So budgeting is really just all about deciding how you're going to allocate your money throughout the month. And it just involves figuring out exactly how much you earn each month and where that money is going, what you're spending it on. So I just also keep in mind, if you're just starting out with budgeting, it's not about perfection, right? It's about the review, um, you know, what is your progress and how are you implementing things as they need to shift around. So if you really kind of start to struggle initially, over time, if you stay committed, you are going to get better with budgeting. Um, And part of that, too, is just finding the right method to use. There's a ton of different types of budgeting methods out there. Um, There's definitely not necessarily one right or wrong way to budget. So it's really just finding that strategy that's going to work for you. Um, A couple of the more popular ones, um, the 50-30-20 budget has become very popular in the last couple of years. A lot of people talk about it. And that's really just 
in a nutshell, 50% of your budget has to go towards needs, things like housing, insurance, transportation. 30% um, of your income then goes towards your wants. That's things like going out to eat, shopping, doing some travel, entertainment, that kind of thing. Um, and then finally, that the remaining 20% of your income then goes towards building savings or paying down debt. Um, Makes sense. The one caveat with this, though, is it's probably not going to be the most ideal budget for people who are in significant debt and have a lot of debt that they need to pay off. Because you're probably, if you're going to be really aggressive with paying down debt, you're going to probably have to put more than 20% of your income towards that. But just something to keep in mind. You can certainly try it. But if well, it you don't be surprised. <laughs> those numbers aren't magical numbers. Right. They're, yeah, they're, they're goals. Right. Goal posts. Yep. Um, and then another really popular one is the zero-based budgeting. And that's kind of using uh, where you plan your spending by taking your total monthly income and then allocating it to all of your different budget categories until you have zero left. Um, and so those budget categories include, you know, savings and debt. So really just at the end of the day, the premise of this system is just to find a job for every single dollar that you have coming in. And again, that can includes finding ways to save money with that dollars too. Um, and the premise and then, of that, the premise yeah. being that if you're aware of where your money's going, you're going to do a lot better job of saving. Exactly. It's really more about just tracking your spending right. um, and making sure that you're putting money into the areas in your life that are important to you and not just spending frivolously a lot of times. Um, and one really good method that it can feel a little bit old school sometimes, it, but if you have a, if you really struggle to stick to your own budget, a really good way to do that is to use the envelope system. Um, especially if you're just getting started learning how to manage and budget your money. So the envelope system, um, you can kind of use it in conjunction with other types of budgeting, actually. But this strategy, you just take an envelope for each spending category that you have, right? Food, clothing, shelter, whatever it may be. And in each envelope is the cash, the actual cash money that you have available to spend for the current month in that particular budgeting category. And when that envelope is empty, you're done spending in that category for a month. Um, so like I said, this is um, just, it's a different way to kind of approach it, right? With everything digital now, sometimes it can be harder to actually keep track of your spending when it's not right there in the palm of your hand and you're just swiping that card all the time. So this can be a really good way to break some of those habits and kind of refocus your thought process. Um, but also I would be remiss if I didn't call out some really cool features that First Alliance offers when it comes to budgeting. So uh, on our website, you can access a free downloadable budgeting calculator that is going to help you get started. It's an Excel spreadsheet you can use to just kind of break out all your different categories in your budget and really kind of help you start getting goals and it'll help you keep track of those goals month to month. Um, if you are already a member at First Alliance Credit Union, you can, of course, use the My Money tool that's available in online and mobile banking, and that offers a kind of a free digital budgeting tool and savings goal calculator built into that. So lots of options. And uh, lots of variations because you can yes. do a kind of envelope system that mm -hmm. still allows you to use your cash card. Correct. By it's a little more complicated than just pulling cash out of an envelope, but it accomplishes the same thing. But mm -hmm. the envelope system has the advantage. It's forced discipline. Yes. Yes. So if you really have an issue with that, that's a great way to go. Mm -hmm. 
Absolutely. So obviously budgeting may be the most important thing to get started with if you're <laughs> just getting going on any of these things we're talking about with personal finance. What else is a basics, uh, one of the basics of personal finance? Yeah, so, it, you know, it's just re- going to also be really important to know about and fully understand the debt that you have, right? So for each debt that you carry, you should at minimum really just know your total balance, your interest rate on that debt, what your minimum monthly payment is, and kind of what your estimated payoff debt date is for that debt. Um, so just kind of in a nutshell, what do I owe and why do I owe it? How much? How long is it going to take me to get rid of it? Right. Um, but it's also going to be really important for you to understand some terms behind the types of debt that you have. Right. So every debt is either revolving or non-revolving debt. And that revolving debt is one where you can continuously spend and pay off the debt. This is the most common um type of revolving debt if you think about it as a credit card or like a line of credit sure. um right you can pay it down and then you can use it again pay it down use it again it just it keeps revolving um the non-revolving debt then is kind of the flip side of that that's one where you kind of borrow that lump sum and then you pay it off um over a specific period of time owing the same amount every month um so examples of that would be things like your mortgages student loans personal loans car loans those are all t- tend to be types of non-revolving debt and that so and then the other way to describe your debt is either secured or unsecured. So a secured debt is one that is secured by collateral or an asset right. um, that the lender can essentially seize if you don't make your payments, right? So things like mortgages, auto loans, right? You think if you don't make your payment, the financial institution that you borrowed that money from to to access that asset is going to come in and say, well, you, you're not paying, so we're going to take this back and try to regain our losses a little bit, right? So um, that's their secured debts because they have an asset attached to them. So then the flip side of that is unsecured debt. So they don't have any collateral behind them. And these types of debts are the ones that tend to have the higher interest rates. So Essentially, the lender can still take legal action to get their money back in this case, but there's no asset that they can seize from you, right? So think about things like student loans, credit cards. These are examples of those unsecured debts. Um, And so it's important for you to understand these terms because that's how you can fully understand the types of debt that you have and the true amount of risk that you have in your financial life, right? Um, But once you really understand those debts, you can kind of start to create better plans and strategies for how to pay those debts off. Um, And then, of course, we've talked about before on this show that the really common methods of debt payoff, you know, that debt snowball or the debt avalanche. um, I'm not going to dig too deep into those today. But, you know, if you are looking to kind of figure out how am I going to pay off my debt? Again, First Alliance has a free downloadable debt payoff kit in our online resource center that you can access as well that will help you kind of categorize and review all the different debts that you have so you can start making some of those payoff plans for yourself. Um, And then, of course, um, the other topic that really goes hand in hand with debt and that you also need to really understand is credit and and your credit score. Um, You can't really talk about one without the other. So credit really just refers to your ability to borrow money. 
Um, so when people talk about credit, they're usually talking about either their credit report or their credit score. Um, so a credit report is just a full list of all your current debt accounts, and it includes how much you owe, who you owe it to, and the monthly payments that you've made. Um, and it also includes information about any negative information about those accounts, such as any times you've been in collection with certain debts or if you've ever filed bankruptcy. Um, and lenders are using this information when they're deciding whether or not to loan you more money. Um, and then they look, they really just look at your credit port report to see how essentially responsible you've handled your sure. debt in the past. Now, that doesn't mean that there isn't really good reasons why you had to file bankruptcy or really good reasons why you weren't able to make your payments on time, right? If you lost your job or you fell ill and you had more debt than you could manage, like there's a lot of life things that happen to create that. But that's essentially what's on your credit report and what they're looking for. Now, your credit score, and people tend to use... Um, these terms interchangeably, but they're two very different things. So credit score is a number that you're signed basically between 300 and 850 typically. And it's the numerical summarization of what is on your credit report. So it's just a snapshot of how responsible you've been with debt, right? So the credit report is the full story. The credit store, the credit score is kind of the the high level overview, if you will. <laughs> so the different scores, essentially they fall on that kind of scale of poor to excellent with those higher scores being the more desirable ones to have. So, so we should, yeah. What is, you know, why is the credit so important? Yeah, well, your credit score is really one of the most important numbers in your financial toolbox, actually. Um, and your credit can kind of be reviewed by anybody at, any time that you apply for like a loan or a credit card, even landlords can look at it before you rent an apartment. Some jobs will look at your credit score before they're willing to hire you. Um, so a poor credit score can actually result in you being denied loans, um, being stuck with really high interest rates, which I mentioned earlier, um, which just essentially means that you're paying back even more money in debts. But it can also mean you could be denied for an apartment or a job that you were really hoping for in some cases. Um, and really at the end of the day, a good credit score can literally make the difference of tens or hundreds of thousands of dollars that you pay out in, in debt over your lifetime. So it can kind of just cost you a lot of money to not manage your debt well at the end of the day. Um, but the the nice thing is it used to be really hard to know what your credit score was without going in and like applying for a loan. But today there's a lot of really good tools out there for you to better manage and monitor that on a day-to-day -day basis. So even First Alliance provides a free credit score um, in our online and mobile banking platforms for you. So you can go in and you can see every single day, oh, my score went up, my score went down a couple points, or you'll, you know, it's just a really good way to monitor what you have going on and also help you not forget what accounts you might have out there that you maybe don't use as frequently. Um, you know, if you have a credit card that you're not using as much, but then a couple, maybe you, you use it on vacation, you're going to see that kind of built in there. So you don't kind of forget about any debts you might have outstanding. Well, excellent. We'll take a quick break and we'll continue on when we get back talking about these basic personal financial pieces that we all need to know about so we can meet our financial goals and make good money moves. We'll continue with Jenna Tobble with First Alliance Credit Union 
in just a moment on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Welcome back to Good Money Moves. So, Jenna, we've covered budgeting, debt, credit scores, all really important topics for personal finance. And uh, also, we've gone in depth on these topics in previous Mm -hmm. programs as well. Remind everybody about that. Um, what else is there out there to cover for personal finances, a topic that uh, we haven't brought up yet? Yeah, so it's probably not going to come as a surprise that savings is of also course. one of the most important components of personal finance, right? So um, at the end of the day, your first savings priority should be to build up an emergency fund. So if you ha- don't even have that, that is where you start. And your emergency fund um, can help you just cover those unforeseen expenses that crop up throughout life. Right? You can go long stretches where nothing happens, and then all of a sudden you just have this rash of situations that require you to spend money you weren't expecting to spend. Right? So it, it happens to all of us. Um, and it can also... the The emergency fund can also really help to serve as income replacement in the event that you were to ever lose your job, right? So that's an emergency. Yes, it is a a huge emergency (laughs) (laughs) that many people have experienced um, more recently than they probably ever anticipated. But, um, you know, so it's just a good goal, right, to have for your emergency fund between three and six months worth of expenses saved in your emergency fund. Because if you have that, then that means that if you were to lose your job, you would have three to six months of time where you don't have to worry so much about money that you can kind of take time to find the right new job or just make sure that your expenses are covered for a short time or three to six months worth of expenses would really be a good kind of amount that you could put towards some of those unforeseen expenses that might crop up in life. So um, definitely the best, crucial starting place, crucial. Um, I can attest to that. I thankfully had an emergency fund that was adequate when I went through a medical emergency, and it makes all the difference in the world when you don't have to worry about that aspect of it. Exactly. Yeah, it can be a huge relief to just know that you have that to fall back on. Um, And then I would say kind of the second type of savings that you might want to plan for is kind of those more specific financial goals, right? So your emergency fund should not be used to fund your vacation. While it might seem like a mental health emergency, that it's not the kind of emergency that we're talking about. (laughs) Um, So whether you're trying to save up for a dream vacation or a down payment on a house, um, you know, savings is really going to be a key part of those plans um, to help keep you out of debt as much as possible when you're kind of trying to achieve some of those other life goals that you have. Um, Now, I wish that I could say that there is a special secret to how to save money, um, but unfortunately, there is no such thing. You just have to commit to doing it month after month. Um, So when it comes to savings for like a big goal, I always try to recommend that the best way to do that is to set smart goals for yourself using 
using that SMART goal methodology, which we have talked about before on this show. I want to say even just recently back in episode 127 when we talked about setting and sticking to financial goals. But for those who aren't familiar with SMART goals, um, it's actually an acronym. It stands for um, specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound. So the goals that you set for yourself um, have to fall into those parameters, and that actually just gives you a really good framework to work within, and you can always tweak it as things change. But if you want some help kind of setting some financial SMART goals for yourself, we do have a free downloadable SMART goals worksheet in our online resource center at First Alliance um, on our website as well. So lots of tools out there. That's for sure. Okay, we're talking personal finance basics today at Good Money Moves, and we'll be right back. Jenna Tobles here. I'm Andy Brownell on Newstock 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Good Money Moves continues in moments with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union. This is News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM. We're talking Good Money Moves with Andy Brownell and Jenna Tobble from First Alliance Credit Union on Rochester's News Talk, 1340 KROC AM and 96.9 FM. Today's Good Money Moves is all about personal finance basics. We covered savings, we covered debt, we covered uh, budgeting. Uh, <laughs> is there anything else out there, Jenna? There are a few other things out there that I think are really important topics for people to take some time to understand. Um, and one of those is home ownership. And the reason that I in, I'm including this separately from things like debt management is because home ownership is just really one of the most common financial goals that people have, right? It's still viewed as kind of the epitome of the American dream and and kind of a marker of success in life. And it's also one of the most expensive things that you can ever do. So it's really important um, that before you choose to become a homeowner that you kind of keep a couple of things in mind and just have a general understanding of the risk that you're taking on and what it's going to take um, afterwards to really kind of maintain that home a little bit. So sure. when we're talking about buying a home, right, the general rule of thumb is that your housing costs shouldn't exceed 30 per, more than 30% of your income. Um, and that is to make sure that you're not paying t- too much out of your debt capacity, right, to be able to afford right. that home. Um, they don't. You don't want to be house broke. <laughs> Pretty easy um, to do nowadays. And it is very easy to do nowadays. So that's a whole nother show. <laughs> uh, so there are there are a wide variety of types of mortgages out there as well. Again, that's a whole other episode we could do. Um, but just to know that most mortgages do require a down payment um, to buy a home. And down payments typically range anywhere from 3.5% up to 20% of the home's purchase price. So just something to keep in mind when you're talking when we we're talking about setting those SMART goals. If you're setting a SMART goal for down payments, keep that range in mind. That's the amount that you want to be saving up for. Um, And just remember, too, there are going to be additional upfront costs in addition to a down payment when it comes to buying a house, right? There's closing costs, home inspections, the cost just to move. Um, So you really need to factor that into your smart goal planning as well when you're looking at buying a house for the first time or even the second time, honestly. Um, And then after once once you got the house, you're moved in, right? You have to maintain that house. And I think that's this is the part where I think a lot of people aren't really sure how much they should be saving to maintain that home 
as the years progress, right? And so the the kind of recommendation there is 1% of your home's value each year should be saved for maintenance and repairs. That seems about right. Yeah. Yeah. So just something to keep in mind. And that budget that you build out after you become a homeowner, right, that 1% should be put into savings specifically for home maintenance. Now, shifting gears a little bit, the other thing I really think people need to learn more about, and this is a really hard one to sit down and learn about, but taxes, right? Taxes are probably the most dreaded part of managing money, but they're also kind of one of the most necessary financial topics to be aware of. Because whether you realize it or not, if you are earning money, you are also paying taxes. Um, But for most people, they really don't even know how much of it is coming out of their paycheck. Um, And it's something that you do need to pay attention to and you do need to understand. Um, And at the end of the day, you really don't need to be a tax expert. But it is important to understand how much you pay in taxes each year, um, whether or not you're required to file federal and state tax returns and what deductions you might be eligible for. Those are just some basic level things that you really do need to know and understand so that you don't end up in hot water with the IRS down the road. Oh, yeah. You Um, don't want to owe the IRS. No. (laughs) No. Um, And then the last thing that I want to point out today um, that I really think is an important financial topic for people to take time to understand, and that is their insurance coverage. And I know, um, again, a couple weeks ago, episode 130, we invited Joe from Liberty Mutual to come in and kind of talk insurance basics, kind of insurance 101 terminology, how it works. So go back and listen to that. Be a great episode to kind of start diving into that information. But at the end of the day, insurance is an important financial topic. Um, because if there's ever an emergency, and we already said we know there will be, chances right. are that, you know, you're going to be glad that you have insurance and that you have the right coverage because, um, you know, in general, insurance is pretty straightforward. You pay a premium and you get covered in case of an emergency situation, right? And that those types of situations vary and the types of insurance vary. But without the right coverage, you can either be wasting a lot of money covering too much or end up really out of a lot of money because you didn't cover enough. And so it is really important to kind of take a minute to just understand what your insurance is covering. Are you paying for what you should be? Are you covering what you should be, right? And again, there's just a wide range of things that that includes from health insurance, homeowners or renters insurance, vehicle insurance, life and disability insurances. I mean, there's pet insurance. (laughs) (laughs) Can't leave that one out. No, you can't. All right. Good information. Excellent information as always, Jenna. Where can I find out more? Yes, as always, I encourage everyone to visit our website at firstalliancecu.com. All of the resources that I mentioned in today's show, you can either access there or learn more about. I would also highly recommend you get subscribed to our blog where we release new financial tips and advice every week about all of the different topics that we've covered here today. Um, And I mentioned a lot of past episodes of this show. You can go back and listen to those at firstalliancecu.com slash podcast or on kerosenenews.com. You can also subscribe to Good Money Moves podcast on Apple, Google, and Spotify. Um, And of course, if you love our show, please leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. It would mean the world to me if you did. Um, And also, if you have a financial topic um, that you'd like us to cover or questions you'd like answered on Good Money Moves, please send me an email at marketing at firstalliancecu.com. And of course, last but not least, I strongly encourage you to reach out to our team at First Alliance Credit Union. They are there to help you start making good money moves today. All right. 
a lot of information today, that's for sure. So thank you so much, Jenna. And we'll do this again next week with another Good Money Moves episode. It's a Good Money Moves with Jenna Tobel, First Alliance Credit Union, on News Talk 1340, KROC AM and 96.9 FM.